Good Monday morning. Tens of millions waking up to a new round of severe weather. Extreme flooding and heat taking a toll from coast to coast. Good morning. It's July 10th. This is today. Wild weather. Torrential rain slams the northeast, flooding neighborhoods and washing out roads. That's insane. The nation's airports hit with a new round of cancellations and delays. Even more storms expected today. And the brutal heat is the story from California all the way to Florida. Al's tracking it all. Breaking overnight, President Biden touching down this morning in London, meeting with the U.K. Prime Minister, and later his first face-to-face with King Charles, the start of a high-stakes European tour to keep NATO united, with the U.S. sending a controversial new weapon to Ukraine. We're live with the very latest. Wanted, the manhunt intensifying for an escaped murder suspect in Pennsylvania, on the run for more than three days just to have the survival skills that may be helping him avoid capture and the new clues just discovered that could help police in the search. All that plus prime time, Amazon's biggest sale of the year now just hours away. We've got your guide to the biggest discounts and the other retailers rolling out major sales this week. And lottery fever, the Powerball and Mega Millions jackpot soaring above $1 billion combined with your chance to strike it rich today, Monday, July 10th, 2023. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Oda Cutby, live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. Hi there, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to today. Nice to have you with us on a Monday morning. Quick back of the envelope math. What is it? Powerball 650 million. Tomorrow, Mega Millions, $480 million, lots of money. A lot of people are going to be playing that game today. Get out there. This is Chicago, uh, where hopefully a bunch of people there are going to buy some tickets and maybe someone will get lucky. I can't do math. It's Not no. this early, but it's over a, a billion. billion dollars. More than a it's billion. It's a lot. We'll have more on that in a bit. But first, our top story, another day of severe and now deadly weather on tap from coast to coast. Heavy rains causing flash flooding up and down the East Coast overnight. One woman was killed when she was swept away trying to evacuate her apartment. This happened about an hour north of New York City. Meantime, 32 million Americans from Southern California all the way to Florida facing another day of extreme heat. We are talking triple-digit temperatures in some spot. All of it is leading to more travel delays after what was surely a hectic and busy week at the nation's airports and on the roads. Well, we are all over this map. We've got Al's full forecast just ahead. But let's start with NBC's Emily Aketa. She's in hard-hit Stony Point, New York. Emily, good morning. Savannah and Hoda, good morning to you. You can see some of the lingering standing water around me. These grounds already incredibly saturated from the storms we've witnessed over the past couple of weeks, priming the region for flooding. But this is a vast improvement compared to what we saw yesterday when racing floodwaters toppled trees, collapsed roadways, and forced first responders to make rescues by boat, rescuing people from their homes. Overnight, a string of dangerous thunderstorms slamming the northeast, washing away cars and collapsing roads. That's insane. 27 million people now under flood alerts across the northeast, from eastern New York to New Hampshire. A lot of traffic, a lot of water. Oh my gosh. 
Torrential downpours leaving drivers stranded, like this apocalyptic scene in Orange County, New York, which is now under a state of emergency. We advise Main Street and the traffic circles completely underwater. We got a car going down the, the river. Rain totals there reaching nearly eight inches, creating hazardous sinkholes in the road. As the sweeping storms turned catastrophic, officials say one woman was killed trying to evacuate her home. The National Weather Service in New York urging residents to avoid the roads, warning stay away or be swept away. Drivers dealing with swamped roads throughout the region. In Pennsylvania, nearly 10 inches of water left vehicles submerged. Bro, I just watched my car just swim away. While parts of Connecticut were hammered by about five inches of rain in just over an hour. And it comes as Americans in the South and West are dealing with the extreme heat that's been baking the region. And Southwest temps are expected to stay between 105 to 120 degrees this week, including in some parts of California where another disaster struck in Los Angeles County, a massive landslide causing evacuations of homes in Rolling Hills estates. While back east, residents look for rescues as a deluge of devastating weather wreaks havoc on the region. And the sweeping storms closing roadways and snarling travel. We saw more than 2,000 flights canceled yesterday. Already this morning, several hundred more flights next. And commuters won't find much relief if they're taking train service. Amtrak and Metro North postponing much of their train service for the Hudson Valley region as so many communities this morning are trying to salvage what they can from this sopping mess. Savannah? Mm. All right, Emily, thank you. Of course, Al standing by with everything we need to know before heading out the door. Hey, Al. Yeah, guys, so that... That torrential rain is now moving up into the Northeast and into New England, especially from Connecticut all the way up into parts of northern New England. We've got flood watches out. And in fact, we've got a flash flood risk, a high risk as you get up into northern Vermont and parts of upstate New York, moderate risks over a wide area. We've got 28, I should say 14 million people under flash flood warnings and watches. By the time this is all said and done, we're looking at probably five to eight inches of rain. And that's going to be just on already saturated ground. As far as this afternoon, severe weather from Minneapolis, Green Bay, North Platte, down to Amarillo, damaging winds, hail, tornadoes possible. And that moves into the midsection of the country tomorrow with a wind gust of over 65 miles per hour, damaging wind and hail as well. And look at this from southern Florida all the way to the West Coast. 38 million people under heat advisories, heat watches, heat warnings. Guys, we're going to be looking at this more in depth coming up in the next half hour. But this is going to be dangerous heat that goes right into next week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Al, thank you very much. We'll check back. Also this morning, President Biden is kicking off a high stakes trip to Europe. His first stop in London for key talks and tea with the king before heading to that major summit with NATO leaders. NBC's chief White House correspondent Peter Alexander is traveling with the president, joins us from London. Peter, good morning. Savannah, good morning to you. The president today beginning this four-day trip here in Europe with the war in Ukraine intensifying the focus on the future of the NATO alliance. President Biden dousing the hopes of President Zelensky's bid to join NATO. But first up for the president today, a royal visit with Britain's new king. President Biden this morning kicking off his whirlwind European trip at 10 Downing Street side by side with British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak their sixth meeting in just nine months. For the president, it's not just London calling, but a chance to chat with King Charles at Windsor Castle. It'll be their first time together since the monarch was crowned. The president did not attend the coronation, sending the first lady instead. At the heart of the president's trip, the NATO summit in Lithuania, just a few hundred miles from the fighting in Ukraine. 
President Biden looking to solidify support for the country as it's struggling to gain traction with its counteroffensive. This week's summit comes at a key moment following last month's rebellion in Russia, exposing cracks in President Vladimir Putin's leadership. Still, President Biden is dismissing the idea of adding Ukraine to NATO now while the war is raging. I don't think it's ready for membership in NATO. The war is going on and we're all in the war. You know, we're in war with Russia. The president's also likely to face criticism for his decision to send cluster bombs to Ukraine, a controversial weapon that's prohibited by most of the U.S.'s European allies. President Biden defending the decision, saying it's a temporary measure, adding Ukraine is low on other weapons. The Ukrainians are running out of ammunition. Uh, the ammunition, that they, they call them 155 millimeter weapons. They're running out of those that ammunition and we're low on it. Finally, the president will head to Finland to personally welcome NATO's newest member into the alliance. And Peter, the president is also facing some pushback in Washington over this decision to send cluster munitions, including from his own party. Yeah, Savannah, you're right. That backlash, not just from NATO allies, but as you note, from some key Democrats at home. One top House Democrat warning that sending cluster bombs to Ukraine could risk the U.S.'s moral leadership, given their more indiscriminate nature. Senate ally Tim Kaine says that it could give a green light to other nations to use other controversial weapons in the future. Those cluster bombs, they are banned by more than 100 countries, including almost all of Western Europe. And the criticism focuses on the fact that they release smaller explosives that don't always explode on impact and can detonate later, Savannah, making them a real threat to civilians. Peter Alexander, traveling with the president, thank you. Should mention Secretary of State Antony Blinken also along on this trip, and we will have an interview with him tomorrow morning on today. Let's continue with more with the situation on the ground in Ukraine, where the intense fighting is ongoing on several fronts. And over the weekend, Ukraine's president marked 500 days of Russia's invasion. NBC's Kelly Kobieya is right there in Kiev for us. Kelly, good morning. Good morning to you. And we just heard a short time ago from the Kremlin, which said that President Putin actually met with Wagner leader Yevgeny Prigozhin and a number of Wagner commanders just five days after that attempted mutiny last month. They say that the meeting lasted three hours and that all pledged their their loyalty to Putin and to Russia. This, as Ukraine, marks 500 days of war. This morning, a symbolic victory for Ukraine. Five commanders who defended Mariupol to the end are now free and home. They were among the last holdouts in the Azovstal steel plant, surrendering to Russian soldiers in May of last year and months later handed over to Turkey in a prisoner swap with Russia. They were released after President Zelensky's meeting with Turkey's president, infuriating Russia. A Kremlin spokesperson said Russia was not consulted, accusing both Turkey and Ukraine of violating the terms of the deal, saying the five fighters were supposed to stay in Turkey until the end of the war, one already vowing to return to the front. Now, 500 days into the war, more than 9,000 civilians have been killed, 500 of them children, the U.N. says, and more than 6 million Ukrainians have become refugees from their country. This morning, civilians once again paying a heavy price after a Russian bomb hit an aid distribution site in the south, killing four. On the front line, the Ukrainians say they're meeting fierce resistance. 
but have made a definite advance south of Bakhmut, claiming Russians are trapped in some places. After hearing President Biden has approved cluster munitions, the commander in this battle near Bakhmut saying, it will be totally cool, we will be able to use fewer shells. President Zelensky marking the 500th day of the war with this video, showing him visiting Snake Island in the Black Sea, where Ukrainians famously defied Russian orders to surrender at the beginning of the invasion. The president vowing to take back every last inch of land. And a poll released today showed the vast majority of Ukrainians, some 89 percent, want to join NATO, up from 49 percent before Russia invaded last year. Hoda. All right. Kelly Kobier for us here in Kiev. Kelly, thank you. Also this morning, the manhunt is intensifying for a murder suspect who escaped from a Pennsylvania jail near the border with New York. Happened late last week. Officials are warning this morning he is very dangerous and urging the public to stay vigilant. NBC's Ann Thompson is here with more on this. And good morning. Good morning, Savannah. What makes this so frightening is that Michael Burham has done this before, leading authorities on a chase that went from Pennsylvania to South Carolina, Carolina in May. A dangerous criminal, authorities say, with the skills to live off the land and elude capture. This morning, Michael Charles Burham is a most wanted man. The Warren County jail escapee, the subject of an urgent multi-agency manhunt focused on the Pennsylvania-New York border near Warren. It is now expanded through the Allegheny National Forest, say police. The 34-year-old is considered armed and very dangerous, with survivalist skills and military experience that authorities say would enable him to hide in the nearby wooded areas. He's not going to be able to get a lot of rest. We're going to push hard until we find him. Acting on tips over the weekend, authorities searched several residences and structures and may have found clues. We've located small stockpiles or campsites in wooded areas in the general vicinity of Warren, and we believe that at least some of these may be associated with Burham. Burham escaped late Thursday night. Authorities say he elevated himself onto a piece of exercise equipment, went out through a metal gated roof, and then lowered himself to the ground on a rope made of bed sheets. Burham faces a long list of charges in three states. He was being held in connection with burglary and arson in Pennsylvania. He is a suspect in the rape and murder of a New York woman and is accused of kidnapping an elderly Pennsylvania couple at gunpoint, then leading authorities on a multi-state chase in May, ending with his arrest and the couple's rescue in South Carolina. Once again, authorities need the public's help. We ask them to be vigilant. We ask them to take uh, reasonable precautions, make sure that their doors and windows are locked, and contact us if there is anything that they see that's suspicious. Now, Burham was last seen wearing a denim jacket, an orange striped jumpsuit, and Crocs, but authorities believe he's probably changed clothes by this time. Rewards are being offered by the U.S. Marshals and Crime Stoppers for information leading to his capture. And authorities think he may be getting some assistance mm-hmm. on the outside. And they remind people that if you're helping him, that is a crime. Mm-hmm. And don't do it. A serious mm-hmm. one. Yeah. And thank you very much. All right. It is 7.15. A lot more to get to. How about a little good news, Mr. Yes. Melvin? Yes. Okay. Savannah. Welcome back. Good morning. Good morning to you as well. If you're feeling lucky. 
This is probably the week to catch some lottery fever. Not one, but two huge jackpots topping $1.1 billion combined up for grabs starting tonight. NBC's Jesse Kirsch is in Chicago for us once again. All right, Jesse. So how how do the big prizes break down, first of all? Yeah, Craig, good morning. Things are definitely heating up. So right now we're looking at a Powerball jackpot of roughly $650 million. That is the ninth largest in the game's history, according to Powerball. If you take the cash up front, we're talking about roughly half that, around $330 million. And then there's Mega Millions being drawn tomorrow. That is going to be worth an estimated $480 million. If you take that up front, it's about 240. And in both of those games, if you have the patience to wait for the jackpot, uh, you're going to be able to take a lot more home because of the interest that will accrue. So slow and steady wins the race. And Craig, I am in it to win it. Two bucks on the table. We're going to take a Powerball ticket. Raul is going to help us out. Quick picking. So I don't even need to pick the numbers that I want. And that's uh, all it takes to play the game. So that drawing for Powerball is tonight. That's right. You can't win if you don't play. That's what they say, right? So just really quickly here for the, the lucky folks who do end up winning, Give us some some tips that the experts say you should do right away. Yeah, so obviously we're feeling confident. So let's keep in mind, if you are winning, uh, there are a couple things to keep in mind. Sign your ticket. You're going to want to take a selfie with it as well, because that way you'll know it is yours. Then on top of that, something else to keep in mind, you might want to get a financial advisor. You'll also want to consider donating at least some of that money. That can help you with your taxes as well. But let's pretend you don't need to pay any taxes and that you win both games starting tonight. That's a pretty good uh, idea, right? So here are some things you could do with more than a billion dollars. According to a recent Forbes report, you would be able to buy the Miami Marlins, that's a pretty good uh, idea for someone who likes baseball, especially during during MLB All-Star Week. Then you could also send close to 11,000 people to in-state college for four years for free, according to educationdata.org. Here's something else, though. If you are someone who enjoys sugar, you could get 500 million plus of these guys right here. Not oh. a bad way to start a Monday. Okay. Who needs coffee? <laughs> you can just have a half, Slurpee. Guys, yeah, back to half, you. Half a billion Slurpees. That makes sense. Jesse Kirsch there for us uh, in Chicago. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. Okay. You can also right. just change your phone number and disappear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that, that'll I mean, probably have options. Mm-hmm. They're, they're there. Al, what do we got? Well, what we're looking at is a beautiful day out west. It's going to be hot in the southwest. We're going to be talking about that in a bit. Severe storms firing up in the plains. That flood threat in New England was real. We're looking at showers and thunderstorms all across the Gulf Coast. And that's your latest weather. Next half hour, talking about this unrelenting heat that's going to be going on. And next hour, the, we're now referring to Alice Pop Pop, because we've got some news we'd like to speak a little bit more about. Congratulations. Very much. Little Sky Clara came over the week, during the week. Actually, she'll be a week old today. Oh! We can't wait to hear New grandbaby alert. Yeah, indeed. Love it. All right. Still ahead, we've got another dangerous trend. Oh, yes, And hard to understand, too. Harry Styles is just the latest star hit by something when someone hurled something on stage. You've got details of what happened here. I'll tell you how some other big names in music are responding, and you would ask the question, why are fans yeah. behaving like this? Also, Vicky Wynn is here on a Monday morning with a can't-miss guide to some of those Prime Day deals, huh? Hi, good morning. Yeah, set those alarms for 3 a.m. That's when Prime Day kicks off. This is Amazon's ninth year. I'm going to have a look at the deals, plus some exclusive early access for today's show viewers and the other retailers you might want to check out this week as well. That's all coming up next right here on Today. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. 
with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash today just go to indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash today conditions apply need to hire you need indeed we are back 739 this morning on today's consumer we're focusing on one of the biggest shopping events of the year amazon prime day folks it gets underway tomorrow offering exclusive deals, savings to members. And there's some tips and tricks that you need to know now to maximize your savings. Yeah, here to walk us through all of it is NBC's Vicki Wynn. Vicki, I know people have been waiting for this day. They're on the lookout. So just tell us about some of the deals. Hi, good morning. It's great to see you all. So yes, 3 a.m. kicks off tomorrow, <laughs> Prime Day. This is the ninth year Amazon has done this. So forecasters are getting pretty good at predicting what's going to be on sale, mm-hmm. starting with Amazon products, right? Smart home devices, wireless headphones, and any kind of Amazon-branded item like a TV, Fire stick, that kind of thing. Um, they're already launching some early Prime Day deals, 45% off of Ring doorbells. You see that TV there? Mm-hmm. That's a 43-inch TV, 75% off. Wow. The JBL wireless headphones, 55% off. And the tablets, which can be really good for kids, those are also on sale. Non-Amazon products you might want to keep your eye on. Apple products like the TV and the watches, based on years past, they think those will go on sale mm. as well. Mm-hmm. And the AirPods are under $100. Oh. We Tell Me Not did a survey. 76% of Prime members say they're going to start their back-to-school shopping right now. Great idea to do so. so. Smart. Yeah. Yep. And then, exclusively, they're revealing to Today Show viewers some deals that they have 45% off a Vitamix blender if you've been in the market for one of those. The Bissell portable carpet cleaner is 30% off and 15% off a Lavoie air purifier, which is great, especially when we think about the conditions with the air quality and the fires mm-hmm. from Canada. Nice to have one of those inside. When this happens, I ask myself, what would Vicky do? <laughs> so, like, if you want to get ready and maximize yeah. your savings, what's the plan? It's super important to make a list and stick to that yeah. list, not only for your budget, but also so you don't get overwhelmed by deals and start buying things on impulse. Yeah. The other thing to consider, I talk about this around the holidays, those browser extensions that help you compare prices, Honey Mm -hmm. and the Camelizer. Just play around with them, install them on your computer, because here's the thing, just because it's Prime Day doesn't mean this is the lowest price Mm -hmm. of the year for that item. If you've got Honey or Camelizer, you'll know this is the best time to buy it or maybe to Mm -hmm. wait. And then think about the Amazon Prime Visa card. If you shop on Amazon a lot, you get 5% back on everything you buy on Amazon. And on some Prime Day event uh, event items, it's going to be 10% back. Mm. But the key is do not impulse buy. Make a list. Stick to it. I mean, Amazon first to the first to the show, but yeah. now some of these other retailers have hopped on board as well. The Walmart's, the Targets, they've got their own versions of Prime Day. Yeah, Craig, everybody wants to juice sales <laughs> in July. So Amazon's not the only one. Look at Walmart. They have their deals that start today for Walmart Plus members and go through Thursday. They start tomorrow for everybody else. Target's Circle Week. You've got to join the Circle Membership Club, but it's free. That started yesterday, goes all the way through Saturday on a lot of Target branded items. And then also you've got 
got Best Buy, which is going through Thursday on their electronics some of the appliances as well. So you can start with Prime, but mm-hmm. make sure that you check out the competitors too. Well, it's tempting to like snap everything up in sight, but are there some things that you should sort of pause on before you buy? Definitely. The best deals, Hoda, for outdoor furniture, grills, that's all going to come towards the end of the summer, uh. even Labor Day in September. Same with seasonal clothing. I always tell you buy uh, the clothes for summer for next summer at the end of this summer because that's the way you're going to see the biggest discounts. Okay. Except for kids because they'll uh, have them. No, you just find the next size up. That's true. All right, Vicki, thank you. We're going to have more on the deals. We'll tell you about it tomorrow because that is when Prime Day kicks off. Okay, wow. let us go over to Al for another check of the weather. Well, we know who's not buying the kids' clothes in the Melvin. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> right, anyway. Well, we got some hot stuff to talk about. High pressure parked over the southwest, and it is not going anywhere over the next couple of weeks. Phoenix, 10th consecutive day of 110-plus readings. El Paso, 24 straight days of 100-plus, and that's going to go right through Sunday. Look at this. Las Vegas, 106. Durango, 90. Roswell, 103. Tucson, 106. Tomorrow, those triple digits continue from Roswell to Las Vegas down to Tucson, San Angelo as well. And late into the week, triple digits for Albuquerque, Phoenix, El Paso, on through Midland, Texas. And our friends down in Florida, they are going to be suffering heat indexes. West Palm Beach is going to feel like 110. Miami, 109. Naples feeling like 106. Heat advisories, heat alerts. And look right till July 18th. Warmer than average from the southeast, Gulf Coast, all the way out west. And that is your latest weather. Right. Thanks, Thanks, buddy. Uh, coming up, this ongoing debate in a lot of homes, including celebrity families. The question is, when should you let your kids get their own social media accounts? It's a surprising approaches that some are now taking, including Matthew McConaughey and his wife. Yeah. Plus, uh, we are devoting our morning boost to one oh. very special moment in Al's life. He's become a grandpa for the first time. We want to hear about that baby sky coming up right after this. Okay, Chanel's here. You had to be here for this. We have a very special morning boost. No matter the weather, there is Al. And certainly, uh, he's got a sunny sky in his life. His first grandchild, a perfect baby girl. Her name is Sky Clara Laga, born on July 3rd to Al's daughter, Courtney, and her husband, Wes. That baby's going to call you Pop Pop. Pop, Pop. Al, That's what we've, we're hoping. We've Pop. seen a lot of milestones with you. Yeah. We, you've, you've done everything, I feel like, except this. This yes. is the one thing you've never done. How I've does never, being a grandfather it, it, it feel? Is, it is magical. It yeah. really is. Everybody tells you that it's going to be this thing, and you don't know. It's like when they tell you about having your first child. Yeah. And then to hold this little girl, That's knowing really that, you know, 30 almost 35 years ago, I held her mom, oh. you know, and here she is, five pounds, 15 <laughs> ounces, 19 inches long, and she's just perfect. Oh. You know? and, and I'm telling you, she's, she's a great sleeper. Yeah. Right? Sleeps for four hours, yeah. wakes up, goes to the bathroom, sleeps another four. We're on the same schedule. Oh <laughs> By the way, she is a gorgeous, gorgeous baby. How are Wes and Courtney? I mean, look yeah. at this. They're sweetheart. doing well. You know, Courtney had a C-section, so, you know, she's you know, struggling a little bit with that. And Wes, uh, you know, I think the gravity of being a dad is kind of uh, <laughs> hit him, but he still has that buoyant personality. And and he, oh. he just and, and Nick was like over the moon being. Oh, an really? Uncle. Sure. Yeah. He said after he finished holding, he said, "I'm enthralled." 
Oh, where did you get the name Sky, yeah. Clara? I don't know. I they that. just liked the name. It had nothing to do with the fact that I'm a weather person. She said <laughs> they just. And Clara is uh, the name of her uh, was Courtney's godmother. So oh, that's beautiful. We, we know you're Sky also Clara. very grateful for Courtney's doctor. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Shauna Corbett uh, and Eric, uh, all the folks at Holy Name Medical Center there in Teaneck, New Jersey. Mm. They're just a terrific group of folks. All the medical folks and the nurses and the, uh, the cleaning staff. Everybody was very, very sweet. So, so Courtney's a mom, huh? She's a mom, you know. And, and her husband, Wes, is a dad. And his folks saw, got to see. We saw them. We all saw the first morning. And then uh, they skedaddled to Greece. So I got more time with it. Yeah. Oh. Look at you. Well, we have you and Deborah are like planning the like. Right. Oh. Deborah didn't look like she was going to let that baby go. At all, which is okay. A little something yeah. special for you this yeah. morning, of course. Come on down. Oh, oh, thank you, thanks, Mike. Mike. Until you see. Oh, my gosh. Okay, that. well, wait. Oh, that's a great Isn't shirt. Isn't that cute? Oh. We figured you already yeah. had gotten a Today Show onesie from time to time. Oh, so can you hold one. it up? Can you hold this one? No good. Hi, Bob. How about this one? Oh, and, and this one. Ooh. What does that say, Al? Al's perfect sky. Oh, she is. Love you. Welcome Congrats. to the party. Thanks, guys. Pop, pop. We're going to celebrate more with Pop Pop in the third hour. And Pop it. Pop Start. Yes. Right. Pop yeah. Pop Start. <laughs> yeah, so we've got more of that. We'll talk about Jamie Foxx. What yeah. happened there? <laughs> the baby.